Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 445 starts right after this word from my official sponsor, Buku Now. Looking to build your business? Ready to connect with customers looking for your service? You need Buku Now. At Buku Now, we have the customers. Customers who are using our popular mobile app to find you. They're looking for on-demand services, and they need them now. They're asking for all kinds of services. Services like handyman, heating and cooling, pet sitting, pet grooming, taxi, limo rides, towing, lawn mowing, and landscaping. The list goes on and on, and so can your earnings. Register your service with Buku Now. It's easy and affordable. Go to BukuNow.com. With Buku Now, you can advertise your services for less, be on demand, or have a local listing. It's low-cost mobile advertising at its best. If you're a painter, a roofer, a maid, a handyman, or plumber, if you remove snow, clean carpets, or walk the dog, go to BukuNow.com now. That's B-U-K-U-Now.com. Register your service today. Our mobile app customers are searching for your service right now. BukuNow.com. And my thanks to BukuNow.com for being the official sponsor of the Talk to Q Radio Show. All right, 347-202-0215 is the number to join the show. Let me go to the phone lines and travel to the 601 area code, Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on, I believe this is Miss Boom Boom. How are you doing this evening? Oh, just trying to adhere to your, uh, shall I say, your uh, protocol for being, uh, uh, I guess you say, polite. <laughs> but uh, Boom Boom Pow Pow, good to hear from you now. Nice to hear from you too. It's like if you don't sign in, it's almost like you're not officially here. So that's that's that official sign in that I like to hear. I appreciate you joining the show. Roger. Let me go to Skype to the two four eight area code outside of the Motor City of Detroit and welcome on author Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how are you? I'm fine, Q. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling in. Good. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, Escambia County. I welcome on the Buckster. Buck, what's going on? What's up? How's everybody doing this evening? Glad to have Chris on. Glad to have Miss Miss Boom Boom on tonight. All right. Glad to have you on, sir. And lastly, for now, I'm sure there'll be others to call later. I'll go to the 501 area code, the natural state of Arkansas, home of Slick Willie, and I welcome on Amy to the show, Miss Southern Comfort herself, as she's been dubbed on the Crystal Show. Amy, what's going on? I'm doing all right. Watching a little TV. How's everybody mm-hmm. doing tonight? Crystal and Buck and Miss Boom Boom. How you doing, Amy? All right. And I have one more person trying to sneak in here from the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, a.k.a. Snooky Land. Actually, I have two people calling in here from that same area code, probably from the same living room. Let me welcome Ray and Amanda. How's it going, y'all? Thank you. How are you? Doing well. So, Ray? 
Oh, hey, what's up, Q? Hold on mute. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, man. All right. right. On the hook, on the line, but hello to y'all, too. Summer, everybody. We'll go ahead and get this thing started. You know, Valentine's Day is just three days away. And, And memo to the guys, if you haven't reserved a dinner table or bought your flowers and candy and all that stuff, then you're late. Okay. You're probably going to end up paying more than you want to by waiting so late, you know. And and don't be one of those guys who winds up at Walgreens, you know, buying the candy that uh, comes 12 in a pack, but there are only 10 10 pieces in there. And, you know, some um, teddy bear with missing a left eye or something like that, you know, do better. Anyway, it's that time of the year again, and most guys look at it as an extra birthday for the ladies. I mean, you know, Valentine's Day. Because V-Day has always seemed to be traditionally geared towards women, all right? You got some folks that say the V-Day, you know, V-Day should stand for vagina more than it does Valentine's. But, I mean, seriously, but that leads me into my first question. And I'm going to start with a guy on this. I'm going to start with Buck. Buck, is Valentine's Day for men and women or just for women? To me, it'd be for men and women. I mean, it's not just a, you know, it's a a day that you help, you know, you celebrate love between you guys, between the two of you. You know, that's that's what I think it should be about. It shouldn't be for just the ladies. It should be for the guys. Well, you know, know, sharing each other's love, take that time out, you know, to, you know, share with the person that you love. And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't just be for one person. Okay. And, Ray, I'll ask you, what do you think, man? Valentine's Day for men and women, or is it just for women? Um, It's probably more so for women, but I would say it's for both. But, you know, it's, it's mainly for women. If it wasn't for women, it would be no Valentine's Day. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like... You know, I, I and that sounds crazy, but you know, it, it's like usually every year I get my mother's, you know, flowers or, or card or whatever the case is, but I don't get my dad nothing. But you know, he understands that, right? You know, he what you gonna get your dad? So yeah, I would say it's more so for women. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies, let me ask you, and Miss Bone Bone, I'll start with you. Who do you think that Valentine's is for? Is it for both, or is it just really mainly for women? You need to be for everybody, because everybody needs love. I'm not going to lie to you, but it, it, traditionally, you know, the sense is that the romantic love is the thing that everybody's thinking about, you know. And uh, honestly, it's an old song, I'm sure you may have heard of it, called uh, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think one of the 1970s songs was Oh Sweet Love. I don't know if you remember that old school tune. But, and, you know, yeah. You know, I just hope that, uh, you know, the, the love that everybody feels for one another is legit, you know. No play. <laughs> Valentine's Day is wonderful, you know. If you forget, you know, admit it and try to make it up to them. That's all you can do, you know. If she really loves you, she forgive you. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, um, Crystal, just 
All right, since it, since most people have the consensus that it is slanted towards women, but you know you can get guys something too. I mean, what's a good gift uh, for a lady to give a guy on Valentine's? Themselves, <laughs> sex. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You, can, you know, after you dinner, give and flowers sex. And, you can't what? give sex. That's sex is shared. Did. You can't give. Hey, look, let's put it this way. I'll, I'll put it this way. Scared. There's not a woman on the planet that can give me sex. How about that? Wow. Sex is shared you, because she's well, getting some in return. Delusional. You're totally delusional. Okay. I am not. <laughs> I am not. You can't give me something okay. that we're both getting out another, of. Most women from time to time have given, and you guys don't know the difference, all right? So, whatever. Angela, I think any woman that thinks that is delusional. But, um, let's see. Amy, I will go to you. What's a good gift to get a guy on Valentine's? Well... I'm sure a lot of these uh, southern boys, and especially the ones here in Arkansas, would appreciate some good fishing tackle, a gun, a, uh, um, some camouflage clothes because it's still cold. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I know that's what my husband would want. <laughs> So, that's really the only experience I have to speak for. But I think, you know, just the same as a man can buy lingerie for a woman, you know, sexy lingerie for a woman for Valentine's Day, a girl can buy a man, you know, sexy silk boxers. I mean, so you're, you're, you're treating it just like a, just like a You're treating it just like a just like another birthday then, right? So I, I get that, uh-uh. and I I think that's how most people would do it. They would treat it somewhat like a birthday, maybe have some type of romantic angle to it, but for the most part, they treat it just like a birthday or or, or something. Um, well, let me ask um, Amanda. Do you expect flowers at work, you know, even though he can bring them to you at home, do you expect them at work? Or do, well, maybe not you. Do a lot of women expect it at work because they want to be shown that someone loves them or they want to display that someone loves them? I think that it's a very nice gesture. Um, I think that a lot of women appreciate that because it does, it, it it does, a lot of people do want it, it's, it's not for them, it's more so for, you know, their peers, for, like you said, for them to know that somebody loves them, and um, truthfully, you know, it's, it's, it's not about, it's not about that, I mean, I, I think it's a nice gesture, don't get me wrong, but I think that a lot of times when people do that, you know, somebody can have the, the thought of, oh, this guy, she must have the best guy in the world, and truthfully, He's not doing shit else for her. You know, he sent flowers, but he's, you know, he hasn't paid a bill in the house in six months. Or, you know, he has a baby on the way with somebody else or something crazy. It's all uh-huh. kinds of, you know, all kinds of backstories that you have no idea about. And then while the woman who didn't get flowers, she may have a hardworking man who, because he's paid all the bills, he doesn't really have the money to spare to go and 
have flowers delivered. So you can't really judge a situation based on that, but absolutely it's a nice gesture, but don't let that fool you into thinking that everything else is perfect as well. Okay. Understandable, understandable. And, Ray, what do you think about it, man? I mean, you know, there are a lot of women who could easily get their flowers at home, save on the delivery fee and all of that, but a lot of them appreciate it more when they receive it at work in front of all their friends and all their friends come over and look to see what they got. Um, No, I don't think they appreciate it more. I think it's just more so for people to talk about or, you know, it's kind of like when you have anything out in public, people want it to appear better than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like that's why people buy big cars before they buy homes because, you know, when you're riding down the street and people are looking, you appear to be bigger than what you actually are. But people don't peel back the onion to see the rest of it. And, you know, it's just like, um, you know, looking at a woman that may have um, flowers coming in. She'd rather receive them from or her boyfriend or husband or whoever in front of everybody because it looks better. Or just why, you know, people write stuff and post stuff online and Facebook and all that because they want it to be a scene. But I don't think it should be more so about the scene. It should be more so about a feeling or, you know, or just want it to be a nice surprise or something like that. But, you know, that's what I think it is most of the time when people want to receive something in front of somebody. It's more so for other people than it is for themselves because you can easily get the flowers in your own bedroom or your own living room, and it can be just as special if it was about the flowers itself. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think – now, I don't have a problem with sending flowers to – the job or something like that. I mean, I understand that it's, you know, it's a good feeling when everyone else is looking and being all jealous and all this other stuff. And, you know, maybe that makes her feel good. I I, I, I won't begin to try to understand, you know, how a woman works, but I, I get that, you know, and I'm willing to send the flowers rather than save on the $20 delivery fee and bring it home myself. I, so I, I kind of understand. It's just wanted to get everyone else's opinion on it. But, um, but let me ask you, what would be the perfect gift for someone to get you on Valentine's? For me on Valentine's? Yeah. Mm, for you. You know, for me, it don't have to be anything big, and I'm not looking for anything big, but, you know, give me something that, you know, like something to add to my collection. Like I collect, you know, NASCAR stuff or, you know, something Pittsburgh still or, or you know, shoot, it could be, you know, just something simple. I mean, it could be something for my bar or something like that. Just something cheap, you know. I'm not expecting, you know, a 50 or $75 gift or anything like that. Just, you know, it could be a flag to put in the yard or something. Just something easy. Okay. Ms. Bone Bone, what's the perfect gift for you? Ms. Bone Bone? Okay, let me try you, Crystal. Okay, I'm sorry. What's the perfect gift for me? 
Yeah. Um, what would be the perfect flowers. Valentine's Day gift for you? Flowers. Oh, okay. Okay. What's your favorite flower? Uh, well, that would depend, but mainly the rose. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. And, um, you know, I have no idea what the perfect gift for me would be. I, I guess for me, I would appreciate like a, I don't know, maybe my favorite home cooked meal or something. Which that doesn't have to necessarily be on Valentine's Day. It can be the day before, so we can still go out on Valentine's. But um, I don't know. I'm kind of a simple guy. I really don't expect anything on Valentine's Day, to be honest with you. Um, and, and a lot of guys probably don't necessarily expect anything either. And maybe that's part of the problem why the, the holiday does seem slanted towards women. But, I mean, it's just it's been traditionally one of those things where you – equate Valentine's to, you know, something you do for your lady, and that's kind of how it goes. And I don't really have a problem with that. I don't, you know, get upset if I don't get anything. I mean, and if I do, then so be it. Um, but let me ask, uh, let's see, who can I go to on this one? Amy, have you ever broken up with someone right before or right after Valentine's Day? Mm. Not that I recall. Yeah, not not anybody that just jumps off the top of my head. Um, I mean, Christmas, but uh, not not Valentine's Day that I can think of. Okay. Has anyone broken up with someone before or after Valentine's Day? Oh, everybody's nice? Okay. There could be at least one person. And, um, you know, you have some people who do that. Some guys break up before because they don't want to buy a gift. Some women break up afterwards after they get their gifts. Um, so it kind of goes both ways. But I was just curious if either one of y'all had done that back in your young days. And, um, well, Amanda, do you prepare for a Valentine's Day date Differently than any other night you may have with your significant other? Um, Amanda? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't, I don't, I guess, no, I don't think so. I don't think you prepare differently unless you really think there's going to be something different to occur that wouldn't occur with your significant other like if you are going to be intimate for the first time then of course you may take some extra time to do different things um extra grooming or what have you or you know wearing extra sexy lingerie but i i don't i i can't really think of anything you would really do different as far as in preparation unless there's something you're doing for the first time that you all haven't done before Okay. Well, Ray, based on that that response, I mean, is Valentine's Day really special if you're not doing anything different? Yeah, I would say it is. I mean, Valentine's Day is supposed to represent a day of love or showing your significant other that you appreciate them. And, you know, 
lot of times it goes said and it goes unsaid, but it's a special day that reminds you that it needs to be said. And you can say it or you can um, plan for something, you know, that's all centered around that day. I mean, you can eat dinner and, you know, on a normal day, and you're just going out to eat dinner conversation. But if it's a Valentine's Day dinner, you realize that it's more so about love. You may say um, something that is, you know, romantic or whatever the case is. And, you know, I think that it provides a different feeling. It's kind of like Christmas. You know, Christmas, once you grow up, it's like another day, except yeah. it's just a lot of frenzy around the day that you get and you may get a gift or you giving gifts or whatever the case is. But, you know, it just has that different feeling to the day because it is so much hype around it. So I would say yes. Okay, okay. I can get with that response. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, let me uh, change gears. Well, no, let me ask one, someone else that 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 question. And Miss Boom Boom, are you back? You there? I'm here. Okay. Let me ask you the question: Is is Valentine's Day? Do you prepare for that differently than any other night out on the town? It's a special day. It's only one time a year. Why not make it worthwhile? Otherwise, you're just going through the motions. I think if the person wants to be specially nice to you on that particular special day, then it's, hopefully they're doing it not just because it's Valentine's Day, but because they want to show you how special you are on on that particular special day. You know what I'm saying? Like Mother's Day. Right. Any other day, you know. You know, love is what love does. You feel like the person's special. You know, yeah, I think I'd like to have my vows delivered to me. For everybody, give me a kiss, and then you're on your way to go cook me a nice, special meal. You you don't have to take me out. I feel special already in front of everybody, and then when we are when we're alone, that's special. Okay. All right, all right. I get that. I get that. And okay, three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio Show. Just getting started. Uh, we were talking about Valentine's Day and, you know, what makes the perfect gift and uh, who is it for and things of that nature. But now I want to take a, another look at relationships um, and talk about maybe some of the sacrifices or compromises people make in relationships. So I'm going to go to the 601 right after a word from one of our sponsors. From a pimp's perspective, featuring Eminem, make sure you're tuning in live exclusively on The Crystal Show. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy Eminem, a.k.a. My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. Yeah, mister, she get laid, I get paid, motherfucker. You know, I'm the face that's never sad. Sweetie, I'm the dad you never hate. When times are rough and things are tough, sugar don't think too hard. There's always mother makers credit card. So sit back and listen to my directive as I give you this real shit from a pimp's perspective. Mm, give it to me, daddy. I 
I guarantee you I have used a quote probably from each line that he's given over the last couple of months. I need a working man through the day. And let me go to the 601 and get a pimp's perspective from Eminem down in Jackson, Mississippi. What's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right, Eminem, let's talk about compromises and sacrifices. We all have to sacrifice something in a relationship, um, if it's nothing else but our free time. However, some sacrifices are bigger than others. When it comes to love, what sacrifices, big or small, do you make in order to please your mate? Uh, sanity. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, that's a, that's a pretty good question. Uh, I, I say the biggest sacrifice is, 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 uh, you know, time and shit like that. Uh, uh, you know, being considerate, and, I, and I, I'm speaking on bo- both ends here, you know what I'm saying, but use it seem like, uh, a lot of times it's the man that's going to do the most sacrificing, but not always, but a lot of times it is. You know, like, uh, especially if it's a guy that, you know, is a socialite, so to speak, you know, uh, a lot of times, and I'm not even talking about marriage, I'm saying just, you know, just a pretty serious relationship. The, the biggest sacrifice most men make is 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 time and, and, uh, and the habits that they normally, you know, Used to have or whatever. Are sleeping with other women? Yeah, right. And it slowly <laughs> just kind of whittles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That meat uh, market like started drying up a little bit. Right. But uh, it's like, all right, I guess I won't sleep with nobody. Uh. <laughs> I feel you on that. And uh, money, actually, uh, in a lot of cases, guys actually save money. With uh, when they pretty much is, is pretty committed, you know, or semi-committed, or whatever category you want to put it in, mm-hmm. uh, guys tend to spend more money when they are, you know, uh, totally single. Because you find yourself, you know, dipping in, you know, you taking eggs out of multiple nests. See what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of times, you know, if, if you know, you buying something, rubbers or something, you buying something. I mean, you know, you might not necessarily be paying the chick. Something, something getting spent, you know what I'm saying? Hotel rooms, uh, you know, uh, probably more attire, you know. Uh, just that little subtle stuff, and you multiply it times multiple chicks, you know what I'm saying? That shit start adding up. Okay. And let's see. Let me go to Amy. And Amy... Uh, when it comes to love, what sacrifices, big or small, do you make in order to please your mate? And I really want want, want want everyone to think about this question because a sacrifice doesn't always have to be something big. It can be something small that may even seem, you know, minute as it becomes second nature to you. Amy? Amy, are you there? I can barely hear you. You sound I can like barely hear you. Now. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Re- repeat the question. I was saying, what are some of the sacrifices that you make when it comes to love, big or small? What are some of the things you do in order to please your mate? Compromise. Well, 
sometimes putting your something that I've had to do with put you know some of my own needs I put his needs ahead of my own. That's one of the biggest things um, I've had to do in the current relationship that I'm in. Okay. All right. And uh, now, one thing that I think some of us do, and here, this is one of the, this is an example of one of the small things I was referring to. Everyone has a preference when it comes to watching movies. But when you date someone else, then you have to consider their movie preferences. So, you know, what do you do when your significant other wants to watch something that you don't? I mean, of course, you compromise and you watch it, you know. Um, You know, I'm pretty sure there's no way I would not watch the movie The Notebook on my own. It's something that I have to watch because it's important to someone else, you know. Um, So that's an example of of what you might do, where you may watch something that you may not normally want to watch because you know it makes your significant other happy. And, Amanda, do you have any other small examples like that? No, I think that's a good example. I think also maybe, you know, uh, musical preference, like what I like to listen to and what Ray likes to listen to are totally different. There are some, some places where we come together, but I think what he listens to, mostly and what I listen to mostly is, you know, is certain things that I I know he makes those concessions for me and I try to make those concessions for him. Um, yeah, or, or maybe even what you want for dinner. You know, it may be that it's been times where I really wanted one thing, but he said, you know, I'm really not in the mood for this. This is what I have a taste for. And I say, okay, well, let's, let's do that. So um, I think those are some, some small um, sacrifices. Okay, okay. And has there been a particular movie you've watched that you that you really didn't want to see, but you watched it because he wanted to see it? Mm, movie, let's see. Um, I don't know about a movie, but he loves one of his favorite shows is Martin, and I can only take so much Martin Lawrence in a day, so I can watch <laughs> one or two episodes and then I'm I'm done. But so I I've tried to suffer through um, that. But, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. So more so, not too many because for the most part, our movie taste is fairly similar. Um, That's but good. And more, I would say, I would say more so like TV shows. Like he hates it when I have it on the ID channel. I could watch that twenty four seven. Oh my goodness! You know. Yeah, I think every man feels that way. <laughs> so, all right, Crystal, what about you? Are there certain um, is there a movie you can think that comes to your mind that? You absolutely did not want to see, but you watched it anyway because it's something you knew he liked. Um, I can't think that far back. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. You're a mess. I don't think they were making movies when I was in relationship. You're a last. mess. You need to quit. <laughs> Uh, nothing comes to mind for you. Okay. And um, I don't know. I mean, I've watched some movies that I probably wouldn't have normally watched on my own and actually enjoyed them. Um, Now, there's a movie that I know I never would have watched on my own until someone just 
uh, kind of talked me into it in this movie called Safe Haven. And it wound up being a really good movie. I mean, half the times I end up liking the movies, you know, it's just I won't watch it on myself. And, and Ray, let me ask you this. Speaking of the movie Safe Haven, this guy in the movie sees his girlfriend that he's been dating for like a few weeks on a poster at the police station and she's wanted for murder. Okay. Now, you know, I won't tell the whole movie. It's a pretty good movie. But let me ask you, if you were dating someone and you saw a poster of them or a bulletin that showed them wanted for murder, would you ask for their side of the story or would you just try to stay away from them? Well, it all depends on what the circumstances are. You know, if I got the information off the Internet or a newspaper or something like that. Nope, just on the wall at the the police station. Okay, well... Well, uh, it's hard to imagine not being able to to research that, research the person by name or something, or unless mm-hmm. you just want to say it's not, we're not going to deal with today's crime and just say you just seen the picture well, itself. So you're saying you would investigate before you made any decision? Is what you're saying? You you wouldn't just say uh, you wouldn't you would give her the benefit of the doubt enough to investigate. I mean, um. Obviously, the person ain't been telling the truth, so that's already that's already one strike. And then, you know, depending on what the situation is, okay, well, she known for jacking guys and killing them, then you got a problem. But if it was a situation where, you know, you may have had um, she got in a fight or, you know, something happened and somebody got killed or, you know, mm-hmm. a relative or something that attacked her, and then she did something. You know, it's all it's all about circumstances, but it's just about you know she just being a criminal and you know rolling guys for money or whatever the case is. Then now nah, it's a situation you need to stay away from. But you know, mm-hmm. usually, you know that's why you gotta have conversations, and the more you talk to somebody, the more you can kind of understand where they coming from. You right. Know, it's not always about, you know, because the draws don't come off. You just got to be patient for it. You know what I mean? You, unless you talk yourself out of it, but a lot of people too much to rush <laughs> to all of that without understanding who the person is. And nowadays you got to have them conversations because if your dad was a Rolling Stone, you might be, you know, some kin to the girl you're talking to if it's in the same town. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you always got to have some conversation. That's true. Okay. Miss okay. Boom Boom, what about you? If you're in the police station and you look on the wall and the guy you've been dating for three or four weeks is up there and he's wanted for murder, do you ask questions or do you just bail out? Hello? Oh, she dropped off. I didn't even see that. All right. I'll go to Crystal on this one. Um, yeah, I'll just bail out. You know. No questions asked. Yeah, You're getting gone, know. huh? Okay. Yeah. Buck, what about you? It depends on the circumstance. You gotta find out what's going on, you know. They want it for murder, what they want it for murder for what did it what self defense? You know, something like yeah, I gotta know what the circumstances were first before I just Bell out. I got to hear that side of the story. 
I, I'm like borderline between Ray and Crystal. Um, I'm probably going to bail because even if it is something of a misunderstanding, she still wants it, you know. So that's a, that's reason enough. And like Ray says, there's been some lying going on, so there's reason enough to leave. But I would want to find out what it was, just for my own curiosity. But um, I don't think I would fool with them anymore. That's just, you know, murder is serious. <laughs> I mean, that's like dead, you know. So I just, uh-uh. I'm not trying to get into one of those, what was that movie Charlize Theron was in, Monster or something? Where you got somebody just going around killing dudes for, nah, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a part of that. So, But, Amy, let me ask you another question. We're talking about compromises and sacrifices. Have you ever or would you ever change your diet for a significant other? Like, say, for example, a significant other um, decides they want to go vegan. You know, is that something you would consider just to be supportive? I mean, yeah, to an extent, um, I don't know that I could or would go full vegan. You know, it would be hard. Even if he doesn't want, let's say he wanted to go full vegan or was a full vegan and I wasn't, you know, I... I'm willing to meet him halfway, three-quarters of the way, but, um, you know, the not eating eggs and milk and that kind of stuff, that's kind of where I have to draw the line. Um, I still have to have – I'm a southern girl, so I still have to have meat, you know, ever – Every once in a while, but uh, you know, for the mo- for um, the most part, I mean, I I love fruits and vegetables and salads and things like that. But um, and and you know, would love to change, you know, my diet to to eat healthier. But I couldn't. He couldn't ask me to you know go like full on vegan unless it was okay. my choice. Okay. And Eminem, what do you think, man? Could you change your diet for a significant other? <laughs> nah, man. I mean, I ain't changing nothing too much because uh, my 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 philosophy is this, you know. If you meet somebody, you know, whatever, you know, obviously whatever that you wasn't doing or whatever, obviously it wasn't that bad. Otherwise, you wouldn't be together. That's my span on it. You know, but uh, if it's something where somebody's doing something and you're supporting them, I think that's more of a, that's more of a, uh, something to compromise more so than just doing, trying to do what somebody do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe uh, if, if somebody was into, uh, uh, let's just say if somebody had a, you know, chick that was a a writer or whatever. You know, well, yeah. You know, being at a book signing or some shit like that would be, you know, but you know, giving up something you want to do to support them with that is more important than just you know, uh, not eating meat no more. Not, I mean, I mean, whatever, whatever the personal changes is. You know, unless it's something dealing with health. You know, then it's like. You're doing it for a, a, a dual reason, because then it's like, well, 
you know, if you don't do this or do that, you know, you know, I ain't gonna be taking care of your ass, something like that. Well, that's 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 kind of a, a necessity. But other than that, just out of preference, nah, hell nah. You know, you gotta be yourself. Plus, opposites attract. You know what I'm saying? You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta have some type of opposition to keep it spicy. You know, you because you know it's some people can have the, you know the perfect floor or whatever, but nah, man, I got the. I got to raise hell sometime. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Okay. Fuck all that. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, um, I think that when it comes to, to, to diets and things of that nature, that uh, it, for some people, they try to be supportive and, you know, eat what you eat. And, and I mean, I, I was in that situation when I was married and when I was trying to lose weight. So, you know, the, the Mrs. Wood you know, eat better and not not be eating an ice cream sundae or anything like that in front of me, you know. And I just think that's just a sign of showing support, and some people are willing to do it, but some are only meaning to do it to a certain extent, you know, so it just kind of depends. But, uh, Ms. Boom Boom, I see you're back on. What can a person do to show support for you in a relationship? I mean, I just gave the example of maybe trying to help someone diet, but... Can you think of some other things where people can show support? Sure. I mean, I mean, uh, you show support one because you want to receive it too. You know, everybody needs some kind of help to give them some incentive to do better in life. You know, let's say you did something and you had a goal and objective to to do something, and uh, and, it, and you fell short, and the person's disappointed. They need support then too. You know what I'm saying? And that, I mean, uh-huh. the male, the man for the woman, the woman, like like a book signing. Let's say, like he was saying, uh, had a book signing and didn't hardly anybody show up. That's disappointing. Cause yeah. that person, all that effort during your relationship, and you know they were doing all this, and then and you showed up and maybe two or three other people all that day. The book signing might have been maybe for half a day. And if then when a couple of people show up, I'm gonna tell you, that make you feel pretty low. So Yeah, I feel that way about my show every week, so Yeah, uh oh you some I love out there. And I get ten people. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. So you need some so if you had more people that would show somebody would show you more buku dot com boom boom pow pow love. Is that what you think? That's what's up. Ah, okay, I'm feeling you now. I'm feeling you now. We're gonna see if we can do it some some thrilling you now. Okay, all right. <laughs> Give you some love. You don't have to do it just on Valentine's Day. We can do it boom boom pow pow every day. <laughs> all right. Well, Buck, let me ask you: How do you show support in a relationship? Well, well name name something um, you can do to show support. Well, I, I know I have my. Mine with her real estate stuff, she has a lot of rentals. So what I do is try to, you know, help her save much as much as I can, do a lot of the work myself. You know, if she needs carpet put in there, I'll lay some carpet in there for her. Um, you know, doing doing some uh, minimal plumbing work. Those Laying types carpet of is not a euphemism, is it? I'm sorry, go ahead. No. Okay. No, okay. Um, doing plumbing work, that's not a euphemism either. But, uh, you know, just doing things, you know, just doing, you know, doing, doing things that will help her, 
you know, with her, you know, with her rentals and so forth. And, you know, even going as far as, you know, maybe if she's out of pocket, maybe she's at a closing, you know, you know, if she has a house that she has for sale, I'll go show it for her. So, you know, doing doing things like that that will help her out to make her job easier. Okay. Okay. That's cool, man. That's cool. All right. And um, I think there are a lot of things that people can do. I mean, something that I would do, like say, for example, if someone has a big presentation at work or at school, um, you know, you support them. Yeah, you got this. You're going to do a great job. And, I mean, it doesn't take much. Relationships aren't as hard as people make it out to be. People always say, well, you know, marriage is hard work. No, it isn't. Marriage is hard work when you marry someone you probably should have been married to. It should come naturally because if you naturally love each other and want to please each other, where's the difficulty in that, you know? So, I mean, showing someone support is not as difficult as, you know, it may seem on the surface. But, uh, all right, just to put you on the spot, Ray, not intentionally, but no, you know, no, no, I'm going to Amy. I'm going to Amy, all right, because I don't want to put Ray on the spot. But, Amy, like right now, <laughs> could you name your significant other's favorite color or song or favorite food right now? Uh, his favorite song. Shame on you, No, I swear. I can tell you his favorite band is U2. Um, uh, but it, um, I'm, we have, I hope nobody gets mad, but out there in the radio world, uh, but, um, U2, I've never been a real big fan of YouTube, so I'm not familiar with a lot of their songs. But he is—he has always been a big diehard fan of YouTube, so the band YouTube. So YouTube uh, is is definitely his his favorite band. I can say that his favorite color is camouflage, and uh, his favorite TV show is Duck Dynasty and Swamp People. Only in Arkansas is camouflage a color. That's what I'm cracking up on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and he thinks that you know fishing twenty four seven should be a governmental law, and that everyone should be required to do it twenty four seven. Okay, okay, and I think uh, you know a lot of people don't know some of the things their significant other likes. And it's the sad. I mean, of course, you're not going to remember everything. I mean, there's some things that anybody will forget. We're all human. But there are some major things that you may come across time and time again. I mean, I would assume that everyone would know their significant other's favorite meal, you know. So you, you got to know where to take them on that special day when it's their birthday or something like that, what they may want. Everyone may know their significant other's, maybe if not favorite song, but their favorite musical artist, you know. And, and things of that nature, maybe their favorite color. I think that's important, especially if you're going to shop for them. 
And, I mean, those are ways you can really make someone feel special without really having to just do anything that's not necessarily big. It's a subtle way of showing that you pay attention, that you listen. And I think most people appreciate that, especially women. They always appreciate it when, when guys listen. But, you know, don't make it, don't make any mistakes. Guys appreciate it, too. So, last question. And this is just a toss-up question just because it's Valentine's Day and all that stuff. And um, Eminem, I'll ask you, is it love at first sight? Or is it lust at first sight? Because I've heard people mention that they, you know, oh, it was love at first sight. Is it really, or is it just something they're lusting? And yeah, it may turn into love, but what is it really? Oh man, it's it's from a uh, from the guys' end, man. Shit, it's always lust at first sight because you know the things that that uh, begins to create the combination that take certain components to eventually turn to love you can't get that at a glance you know I don't know now you might have these cases where everything worked out like that and it seemed like that but you know you just can't look at nobody and know if you gonna have any kind of compatibility all you know is that you know excuse me she's a attractive woman or, you know he's a attractive man a rich man or whatever I mean whatever you're looking for mm-hmm. that uh might suit your fancy at the time. That's pretty much what you're looking at. So, I, I never understood the love at first sight, you know. But now I will say this though: in the cases where love at first sight seemed to be uh, successful, that's because a lot of times what happens is if a person sees an ideal person, maybe physically at first they tend to put more effort in so it might work better because of that you put you put everybody's putting the, the the equal amount of effort in uh so more effort more success at least in the beginning anyway okay and that could turn right. to love you know all right and let's see and i I'll, I'll ask you miss boom boom do you think that um it's love at first sight or lust at first sight? And then I'll go to Crystal. Miss Boom Boom? Okay, she dropped off again. Yeah, she always come out she didn't skip. She in that Boom Boom yeah. room. That's what it is. <laughs> and Crystal, Crystal, I go to you. Love at first sight or lust at first sight? Well, I would say um, mainly it's lust efforts at first sight. I can only think of one time in my life where I could look back and think about that first time I, you know, saw him or whatever, um, that it's kind of, I could think that it was kind of love, but it really wasn't love. It was just a weird feeling. <laughs> and then um, later on. It you know became love later, so but um but the initial part was yeah was really just attraction you know so just lust but you know the only way to tell is if you look back on it you can't um you can't say like immediately when people say oh yeah it was immediately love at first sight like well no it was an immediate attraction. Right. Turned into. Uh-huh. 
animal chemistry. Right. I agree. <laughs> I think it may evolve into love, and then you're thinking, well, it was love at first sight from the jump, but it really wasn't. So, all right. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. And just to wrap things up, uh, Valentine's Day is three days away, less than three days away, I guess. Uh, hopefully those who are in relationships, you know, are doing something special. Uh, it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to even cost a dime as long as it's special to you and your significant other. For those who are venturing out into something new, uh, maybe it's your first Valentine's Day with this person. Maybe it's your first date with this person, you know. Uh, you know, go out, have a good time. Don't get too crazy. Um, and go overboard with things because, you know, it's brand new. So take the slow approach. It's like it's a, a normal date, but maybe just uh, just try to do a little extra and enjoy the moment. But I have another topic I want to bring up to you all, and this is a very interesting topic to me. Very interesting. Uh, we were talking about Sherry Shepard on Sorry Self the other day. This is a little bit different. All right, that was a surrogate. This this involves insemination. A New Jersey couple, Shana and Tierra Yates, lesbian couple, had a son in June 2013, 2013 by means of at-home artificial insemination, so essentially a turkey baster, all right? Now, they already had another kid by the same means, so this is their second child they had by at-home artificial insemination. In both cases, the women drew up contracts with the sperm donors stating that they released their parental rights. So both guys signed a contract to waive their parental rights. However, between December 2013 and April 2014 of last year, of last year uh, both men have sued for visitation rights of those kids. All right? So, um, and both um, guys won and got visitation rights to both kids. Now, Shana Yates told um, NJ.com that, quote, emotionally is very hard for us. All we want is family, and we can't have kids without an outside party. It's a lot for us to have to deal with, and it's not just hard on us. It's hard on the kids, too. End quote. Now, these guys are so serious about having been in their child's life that they're both paying child support, you know, in order to have a relationship with their child. Ray, I'm going to start with you on this first. How do you feel about the biological parents wanting to be a part of their kid's life? Yeah, I think, well, if you are the biological parent, you should have a relationship with the kid some kind of way. And if you're paying child support, you most certainly should have a relationship. Because, you know, like I say, I don't know if they're taking the money or the court forcing the money on these ladies. Because if they taking the money, damn right, you're supposed to have some uh, some visitation rights. Well, some, these guys uh, volunteered for this now. So they, you know, they but, wanted to. But did they take the money, though, bro? Oh, I'm pretty sure you they did. They can't pay child support if they're not taking the money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. If they taking the money, then you got to give the guy a, a relationship. See, once he gets mm-hmm. his whole uh, 
gay thing, or you know, that's what I'm gonna call it. You know, you know, hell, how do you feel about it? But once you get into that type of situation, why is it wrong for a kid to have a relationship with their father? They shouldn't look around and see two of the same people in the house and, you know, there is nothing else. You know, that's just preparing them to to, to look at the world wrong. You know, people live their life inside the house however they want to. I'm not disrespecting that situation. only thing I'm saying is if a guy is contributing, he wants to be a part of the kid's life, he's paying his child support, it should be no question that he should have a relationship with, with the kid. Now I understand you signed a contract, but the way the world is going now, you know, the contracts are meant to be broken. And if she was on the other foot, it would be broken, so why not now? The guys are doing the right thing. Allow them to do the right thing because kids need all the guidance they can get from both a male and a female. Okay. And, well, there was a loophole in the contract, and, Crystal, I'll go to you. Um, As the Yates family came to find out, the law for artificial insemination requires that the procedure be carried out under a doctor's direct supervision before the non-biological parent can be considered um, a parent of the child. So uh, since that wasn't the case and they kind of did things at home with the do-it-yourself-get-pregnant kit, that's why they, the people were able to avoid the loophole, I mean, avoid the law and get around the contract. So how do you feel about the biological parents wanting to be a part of their kid's life? And why do you think the court ignored the signed papers despite the law um, when the parents and when the men initially said they didn't want any rights to the kids? Well, first of all, what did you get for doing something at home? Um, for something like that, they should have went to an actual um, doctor and went to an actual agency that, to set that up, which means that would have cost them money, which is what I'm sure they were trying to avoid. And um, yeah. And did the, did the fathers actually sign away their um, rights in court, or did they just sign some little, little contract that they made up? I don't know if it was in court or not. That's a good question. It probably wasn't. So they, you know, that's why the courts didn't recognize that, and um, that's why they 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 still have rights. For um, I mean, we don't know what in the world went on between these people. Uh, There, there are no documents. There are no. There is, you know, they didn't go through an agency where the men went in, their sperm donors, and then they went in to be inseminated. I mean, they didn't do that. They did it, you know, they kind of rigged it. (laughs) And so that's what happens. So they can change their mind at any time because the courts are not recognizing the fact that they gave away their rights. Just because they signed some piece of paper that you made up doesn't mean anything. And just because you go and you get some sort of kit, that doesn't mean anything. And um, so if they wanted something more ironclad, then what they should have did is gone to an actual uh, sperm donor situation instead of doing something with their friends or whatever. I mean, come on. (laughs) Okay. Well, Buck, um, 
will this cut down on the number of at-home inseminations? <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I mean, first of all, I mean, if you're going to go that route for, you know, artificial insemination, that needs to be done at the hospital. It doesn't need to be done at the house. Um, I mean, I know the ladies thought they were doing the right thing by, you know, having contracts out and all this kind of stuff. But, I mean, we know what kind of world we're living in today. I mean, by well, you know, we have, there's some people who do it the old-fashioned way. I saw something, I think, on 2020 where there's this guy, and he meets women at hotels, and he has sex with them. I mean, well, so. I mean, hey, well, <laughs> you, you, you did with, you know, more power to him. Well, I mean, I mean, we, we know what kind of world we're living in these days. So, I mean, if you're going to artificially disseminate, don't do that stuff with the house. You need to do that stuff, you know, where in the hospital, make sure you have your eyes dotted and T's crossed. And there's still no no guarantee that, you know, that the, that the sperm donor, he finds out, you know, he might, you know, might want to, you know, See your child and whatnot, which I don't have a problem. You know, that shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a problem. But those are things that you have to think about if you're going to artificially inseminate, especially you know in a situation like that. So it is, you know, you just have to be prepared for whatever happens. So this is a lesson learned. Yeah, very tough lesson learned. Amy, what do you think about it? Um, do you think these women deserve to be able to raise the kids without? the sperm donors showing up saying, hey, I want to get in on this. Well, you know, this is kind of like coloring your hair at home. You know, you uh, as opposed to going to a salon, you know, at home, you, you go to Walmart and you get a box of Clairol, you come home and you bleach your hair and it all falls out. Um, you know, there's not much you can do to try and sue Clairol, but at least if you go to the hairdresser, uh, you know, um, the hairdresser is supposed to be a professional and um, is responsible for um, what happens to your hair. In this situation, you know, the the guys decided they wanted to break the legal contract and went to court about, took it to court. Luckily for them, this legal binding contract really was no legal binding contract because the, the loophole just so happened to play in their favor. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, these women, uh, it's just something that they have to deal with. It's, it's kind of sad and unfortunate, you know, that because, you know, when you go to sperm banks, I mean, I've never been to one. I don't know how much money they cost, but... Um, I had kids the old-fashioned way, too, but um, some women can't, and I, you know, I understand that. Uh, you know, they they shouldn't, I mean, that's, you know, just what happens when you take matters into your own hands. You know, I I, I agree with Crystal on that. You know, when yeah, I don't even think you could do that kind of shit at home. You can color your hair at home, but artificial <laughs> insemination at home? Well, you go to Walmart and, and to the cooking section and get yeah. a turkey baster. Exactly. And the guy Jackson a mayonnaise shot. I mean. <laughs> Ooh, that's another special. 
Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Well, I'm sorry. Let me let uh, Amanda and Eminem chime in on this. Get their two cents. Amanda, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty crazy. I think if if they had done things the right way, which is what pretty much what everybody um, said, I think that it would be a different story. Um, at first, I was kind of thinking, well, the guys had to have known that. Okay, these are lesbians that want to raise this child. This is what I'm doing. If they signed some type of paperwork, but truthfully, without the courts being involved and without there being some type of legal documentation. We don't know really what the situa- the circumstances were. You know, it could be a forged signature. It could be, you know, uh, it could be blackmail. It could be it could be a million different things. So we really don't know. But my, that was my first thought was, okay, why are they trying to get involved now when they knew what it was? But I kind of have to. I think I have to agree with everybody else that you know it wasn't the right thing to do because they didn't handle things through the proper channels of, you know, actually going to a clinic to get this done and the sperm donor and all this and that. So, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Okay. Eminem? Well, man, um, this is the one of the first things I want to ask. Man, were these people, were they black? Or do they They're black. Okay. Now, now I'm I'm really tripping because... Hitting both 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 ends of the spectrum, the women and the men involved. Number one, with the guys, you know, if if you're the type of guy that's probably want to have a relationship with kids anyway and stuff like that, I don't even know what the incentive would be to artificially inseminate nobody, especially some damn lesbians. Um, that just kind of a <laughs> contradictory okay. behavior, you know what I'm saying? Because most time for guys kind of the, the type of guy that's, you know, they, they halfway give a damn about being a father. I mean, you know, usually they don't get too mixed up in nothing like that. And uh, with the women, they ought to be shot because you don't need to do anything legally when it comes to parental rights in the black community. There are so many guys out there, willing participants, who would never, ever seek they kid whatsoever. All these brothers out here with multiple kids, they can't tell you the name of one of them. You know, what happens? All, how do you miss all that? You know what I'm saying? How in the hell you end up getting pregnant by somebody who actually? They found the two. They found the two brothers who were upstanding. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how in the hell would you do something so stupid? If you really, really wanted to make sure that you dead broke, but you wanted to get pregnant. All you have to do is just look around. Say, hey, boy, come here. You know who your daddy is? Nah, I don't know my daddy's name, but I know what he look like. He stay right there. He my daddy, too. Okay, get pregnant for him. You'll never have to worry about him. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's so damn dumb. It's, I mean, you <laughs> you can easily get... Uh, you ain't never got to go to court for no parental rights in the hood if you don't want nobody to be dealing with it, man. Come I on. I guess if they're lesbians, though, they don't want the actual experience, the actual sexual experience either, so... Oh, that well, might yeah. be a roadblock for some of them. Yeah. Well, 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 you know what though, the the workaround for that used to be they would pay them a hundred bucks. They'll give it to you in a cup. Yeah, or uh, uh, crackhead or something. You know what I'm saying? Shit, well, you don't, I don't know think what you want. Maybe buy a crackhead. But. Right. Well, <laughs> have your baby coming out shaking and stuff. 
don't think you want that. <laughs> that milk be calling me. That milk be calling me. <laughs> I, or either somebody trying to make bond or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. Say, hold on. So you mean all I need is, is, is $500 and I'm a free man. But you telling me I ain't got to pay you back. I just got to skeet off in this damn this damn cup. <laughs> Shit. Whack, whack, smack, baby. I'm free. <laughs> Whack, whack, snap. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought it was an interesting topic. I really did. And, uh, I mean, these ladies are in a bind. They're, of course, going to the court to appeal it uh, so they can try to get the guys out of the picture. But I'm like, if the guys are already in the picture and have been since uh, as you know, long as April of last year, then they're probably in for good. I mean, at this point, you probably do more harm than good by taking the child away from them. But uh, it's been almost a year. But um, I'll try to keep an eye on that story to see how it, how it happens. That's up there in Snooky Land, up there with Ray and Amanda. So, all right, uh, let's see. Zone coverage will be on hiatus until March 11th after the start of the NFL free agency, so we'll pick things up then. On Tuesday's show, we'll discuss why some people are just flat out lazy. I mean, I know someone who's so lazy that if he fell into a fireplace, he wouldn't even make the effort to get out of it. All right. (laughs) The show is entitled, Why Are Some People So Sorry? And it airs Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio Show. Brought to you by Buku Now. Now, next week will be the first ever season finale of T2Q. I've never really taken a break. Um, you know, in my four years of hosting. I mean, the only times I've really taken off the show would be for things like an illness or a death in the family or something. Well, this time I'm actually taking some time off for myself. So after the anniversary show next Wednesday, I'm going to take two weeks off, and the show will return on March the 10th. And March the 10th will be a good one, all right? I guarantee you you'll enjoy March the 10th. I put out a Facebook um, invite reminder and a lot of people have been hitting it up. The title of March the 10th show is, Is Booty the New Dollar Bill? That's what we'll discuss on March the 10th. But um, So get ready for that in the upcoming weeks ahead. Next Tuesday and Wednesday will be the last show for a couple of weeks. I'm going to take a little break, recharge my battery, and come back in the year four, full force on March the 10th. Um, let's see. In other news... Um, I'm pretty sure most of you may know by now, especially if you're a sports fan. Um, we lost another great bas- college basketball coach in Jerry Tartan- Tarkanian. The UNLV coach died today. So I was sad to hear that. He was a good coach. Um, just got a news break that came out, um, looks like about 45 minutes ago, 60 Minutes correspondent Bob Simon died in a car accident in New York City today. 73 years old. He's been in the news for over 50 years. Um, And, yeah, he was in pretty bad shape, according to the descriptions. Um, He had injuries to his head and his torso. He was unconscious and unresponsive, and he was seated in the rear of a Lincoln Town car and had a pretty bad accident, and unfortunately he did not make it. And I haven't heard any word on Bobby Christina. Initially, they said that they were going to pull the plug on her today, the anniversary of her mom's death. Um, 
But I haven't heard anything on that, but that's such a sad story. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where you hope she can pull through and maybe, you know, get whatever assistance she may need. But that, that, that poor kid has really been through some stuff. So, but all right. I'm going to get uh, final thoughts and shut this thing down for the evening. And let's see, I want to throw in a question to ask, too. Let me, let's do this for our final thoughts. First, I want everyone to answer this question. The question is, where is the worst place to be when you need to use the bathroom? And then you can give your final thoughts. All right. And, Amy, I will start with you. Traffic. Yeah, I can see that. Five o'clock traffic. Okay. Uh, yeah, tonight was a, a great show. Um, you know, I think that um, whatever reason that you are, you know, sharing uh, Valentine's Day with someone else, whether it just be, you know, with a friend, you know, you can celebrate your friendship, or if it's with your significant other, uh, you can celebrate your love. It's, I don't think it's something that you have to go all out for unless that's something that is of your preference. Okay. <laughs> and Ellie Lee is Are you at Eminem's house? I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, Are you at Eminem's house? <laughs> no, that that uh that is actually my my the best Valentine I ever got. Um, and that uh, you just heard, well, one of them. Uh, the uh, the the deep bark that is. Um, as I was saying, you you know it's 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 about the thought that counts, and you know um. The phantom guy who is standing on the fireplace, which <laughs> is crazy looking, uh, is the uh, is huh? I'm just telling you how it is. But go ahead. <laughs> um, is is the best Valentine I ever I've ever gotten in my life, and he's you know given me seven years of love, and he didn't cost a dime. Someone didn't want him, and my husband rescued him, and he was what I got for Valentine's Day seven years ago. And, you know, you just can't, you can't top him in my book. No one could ever top that gift. Even John has never been able to top that gift. But, um... Like I said, great show tonight. Um, just a little bit of, to um, extend on the um, the situation with the the dads and the uh, lesbian ladies. Um, the difference being, you know, they decided that they wanted to break that contract and went to court and did it the right way. Unlike Sherry Shepard, who just said, you know. Fuck it, I don't want that baby. And when she could have just got that baby and 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 uh, got in custody of it from the husband, because obviously she's the one with all the money, 
I mean, he's and he's broke, so um, you know she could have had that baby, but instead, you know, she's uh, she's done a lot of damage in the uh, department for women that can't have babies. But you know what? Maybe maybe she didn't need a kid after all. So, but everybody, happy Valentine's Day. And uh, have everybody have a great time. Very much appreciate it. And Eminem, I go with you. Oh man, uh, great show, uh, great approach. Don't forget the question. The worst oh, place to be uh, if you have to go to the restroom. Oh, the worst place, man, is one of them uh, situations where the line is extremely long, and if you move, you lose spots, and you done been waiting and waiting and waiting. You're like, damn. I'm about five people from getting where I want to be, and uh, you know, mm. I can't hold it anymore. That that's that's a bad situation because if, if that line was like the you know the female lines and shit, man, that's like a long line, man. So <laughs> you you know you move, you know you man, you done, you know. Uh, uh, registration line back in the day in the swag, you know that type of shit. But uh, but uh, uh great show, man. Uh, uh, on, on the on the thing with the with the artificial insemination, uh, I, I like I said, I don't get none of that shit, especially with uh with uh you know <laughs> the, the 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 multiple situations where you'll never have to worry about a kid coming into a kid uh, a dad coming to a kid life with or without child support. Uh, them 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 damn holes need to be smacked, you know, seriously. Uh, um. As far as the, you know, making somebody feel special and, the, you know, the love at first sight and all that stuff like that, you know, that's, it's one of them things um, where pretty much people know what they want deep down, you know. You can see all these shows like Dr. Phil, you can see all that stuff like Steve Harvey and, you know, everybody, you can't help what you're attracted to, but it ain't love, you know what I'm saying? It's always lust, you know. And mm-hmm. if 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 lust was promoted the way it should be promoted, I think thirteen thirteen would truly pass. And if thirteen thirteen passes, you know what would happen. You get that big filtration that starts and shows not the show itself but the topics we're talking about, you won't have to deal with none of that shit. Everything will be pure, you know. It will be you know, everybody seeking everybody for the right reasons and the perfect harmonious, you know, holding hands and the sound of music and shit playing in the background, <laughs> you know. And meanwhile, in the alley somewhere, somebody getting their freak on, you know what I'm saying, since Missy Ellie's back on the scene, you know, so. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know that never stops getting funny. Oh, don't do that, baby. Right. That don't, never stops being funny. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate those words of wisdom, Eminem. All right. And Crystal? Don't forget the question. All right. The question is um, what is it, the worst place to have to go to the bathroom? 
Worst place to be well, when you have to go. Okay. Well, for me, it's been when I'm on my show live and I have to go and I can't because I'm on my show live. So <laughs> that that has been annoying. Um, and it's for the rest of the show, Valentine's Day, <laughs> kick rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck ever. Um, let's see. And I don't see why they haven't come up with, like, firm dildos, you know, for lesbians. Um, oh, man. You might have hit on some money right there. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. You know, you get a dildo, you get one that, you know, that can operate the the live sperm just like you would a baster or whatever, and put it in there, and then you can be like, you know, you had sex with your girl, and she gets pregnant. And start and squirt. You get to, yeah, you get to experience it. So, I don't see, that's a great idea. But anyway, uh, otherwise, great, uh, great show, and um, look forward to the next one. Thank you very much, man. All mm-hmm. right, Ray. Yeah, um, answer the question. Um, the worst place to go have to go to the bathroom. I was the uh, worst time they have to go to the bathroom would be. Um, I would say if you was in a fight. Because you got a number one or number two in a bad situation. And, um, and if you get it, hit, it's going to make it look that much worse. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things you have to do. Make sure, you know, you got your shoes laced up, your belt tight, and you didn't already use the bathroom before you get into something. <laughs> you don't, it's a problem. But, um... Valentine's Day, I think, is all. It's a day that that people can express love. I know it's a lot put on candy and flowers and, you know, all that sort of thing. But I think um, it's just a day to take time out, tell a person that you love, that you love them. And, you know, how you choose to express that is up to the individual. So I think it's, um, it's one of those good days, you know, a lot of people don't care for it because you got to spend money and you got to do this and that. But you really don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Just show your appreciation or you should want to. So, you know, that's up to to the person what they decide. And you just got to know your significant other and know what they like and, you know, move forward. As far as um the uh, the lesbian case, I think that, the guys made a bad decision in the first place, but now that they're involved, I think that's good. And, you know, hopefully things go their way because they pay paying their money. If you're paying your money, you can't pay your money and not be involved in the kid's life. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. So, 350 bucks a month, I think. Yeah, so, you know, that's, that, that, that's a pretty, you know, decent, decent sum of money for, you know, child support or whatever, but, you know, hopefully they get things going their way. And I think that all these cases where, you know, uh, the lesbians is doing certain things and getting married and they want to get divorced and all that, I think they are really 
take a look at all that. I know they're going to say, of course, you look at regular couples and say anything is going on, but you can't fight for something and then turn around and screw it up at the same time. So, you know, I think they ought to take a look at that. But all in all, it's a good show. And, uh, you know, look forward to the next one. Everybody enjoy the holiday or the Valentine's Day. And everybody have a good night. All right. Thank you very much, sir. And Ms. Bone Bone? Bone Bone Pow Pow, I'm back now. Yes, ma'am. You, the, uh, you can answer the question, worst place to be when you have to go to the bathroom, and give your final thoughts, please. I'll try to be brief. I know this might sound fun. I hope there's no Jackson State Tiger fans out there, but I'm going to say it recently. Last year in March, a Jackson State girls softball game. They had no portal left. Nobody mm. used bath. Both teams could not use. So that was the worst place I could think of. It was cold, too. Nobody be out wow. there two or three hours watching a game, and you can't go to the bathroom. The dogs and the cats had it better than us. In fact, one dog went over there and lifted his leg up. <laughs> and the mom just put him back in the car. I said, I looked, I talk, and I pointed out, and I said, look at that. I said, we got to use the bathroom. We're sitting here holding it. It's like the fourth inning. And it was a tight game. Man, two ladies mm-hmm. used to use the bathroom from Michigan State. They came back, and they said, can't go to the bathroom. No portal left, and the toilet bathroom was shut down. And nice toilet bathroom too. I think somebody forgot the key, so that that's number one. Plus all of the above, all those situations, sitting in traffic. Mm, that's awful, you know. I mean, what you gonna do? Mm, you don't have no diaper on. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing, I agree with that brother. That was so dumb. That situation and baby in the world and all that stuff. Boy, talk about mama's baby, daddy drama. They just created that dumb situation. I feel sorry for the child. And yes, you know. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to give you an update. Something 411 that you're talking about on Bobby Christine. I've been watching ever since the day they reported. And right now, the latest update, right now, even as of yesterday and today, she's doing better. Her eyes are moving. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been reading a man, I'm serious. And I'm and people are praying for kids coming up there to get interviewed, and people are staying by that child's side. Her aunt, her grandma, you know, they 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 working shifts, praying and staying by that child's side because you know the last thing that a person hears, uh, you know, is they're about the near death is they the thing they can sense is their hearing. They don't lose their hearing. So before you know, before you leave this world, one thing that you don't shut up unless you're just deaf, you know. Is hearing. So I've been praying for her. Everybody's praying for her. Y'all keep praying for her because God knows she needs it, you know. And so, and, and plus the family is very disgusted and mad. The lady just gave a live report on, on I'll be watching the Internet, by the way, uh, Q, uh, uh, that, you know, people are in and out, in and out, in and out, and uh, that she's okay, she's still out. She's still on the life support, you know, to make sure she continues to breathe easily. They, they, they haven't had any problems or anything. So the only thing you do is hope for the best. Nobody take that child out of the world but God. He put it here. So, you know, the situation, it is what it is. Plus, there's a criminal investigation going on right now concerning it, possible foul play. Let that go wherever it goes. But right now the family ain't concerned about that. So um, 
I'm just taking it one day at a time, just like that family is. You know, if it was my child, I, I, you know, or something my family, I feel the same way. And last but not least, um, well, um, I, I, I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. You know, you know, I really do. Uh, you never but love in more than just one way I can think of. And uh, so I'm gonna do the boom boom pow pow. How you like me now? And loving everybody, and I even don't know how, but I'm gonna do it like that. I'm gonna let you go now. Boom boom pow pow. I love you now. Thank you very much, Ms. Boom I appreciate that. All right, but Break it down, baby. All right. Uh, workplace to be, when you have to use your restroom, I would say um, if you're traveling and your next exit is set 50 to 70 miles away <laughs> and you really got to go because oh, you, wow. you just passed it, there's nowhere no to turn doubt. around. Yeah. That's the worst place. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, hopefully, you know, the ones that have somebody to, um, you know, spend their Valentine's with, hopefully they will treat them in the appropriate way. Um, Valentine's Day is a day for, for both parties, men and women. And, uh, I think it's a time that you can, you know, celebrate your love together, you know, with whoever your significant other may be. So... Um, other than that, great show. Glad to hear so many different views as always. Everybody have a great night. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. And Amanda, shut it down for me, please, ma'am. I think everybody had some great comments regarding, you know, worst place to be. And, and you know, the show was great. For me, I think the worst place to be if you need to use the bathroom would be um, in traffic. But not just in traffic, if you're in traffic and let's say, you know, it's it's the type of traffic where, I mean, you're literally stuck. It's a standstill. It's been an accident mm-hmm. on the highway and you're trying to get to work or you're trying to get somewhere important where there's a time table. Like Eminem said, it's bad if you're in line, you know, at school, you're trying to get registered. But, okay, worst case scenario, you got to lose three more hours of your day. That's not good, but... You can step out of line and go to the bathroom. With Ray's situation, yeah, you get ready to fight. Okay, just walk away from the fight. Go find a toilet. But if you're stuck in traffic, <laughs> in this, like, a big city or somewhere, like what Buck said, okay, pull over. If you 50 to 70 miles from an exit, there's plenty of trees. You can make it work. But if you're on the highway, you can't just get out. You know, if you're in Jackson, Mississippi, you can't get out on I-55. Over an overpass and use the bathroom. Yeah, you really or, can't. <laughs> you know, and, and especially if you really have somewhere you have to be, you can't just say, oh, well. You know, so that that's, that's I think that would be, like, one of the worst scenarios, in my opinion, is when you're in that type of situation. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I want to I'm comment on that I know. You said what? I said I've done it before. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Only you. <laughs> I was drunk. Did you use the she way? <laughs> I used the what? No. The, sh- the she way. The little device mm-hmm. you can that women can use to peach that up. Just checking, making sure you didn't use the she way. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> 
one question that was asked was like about changing your diet for your significant other. I I couldn't see myself completely changing my diet totally, but I could see myself being supportive, like you were saying. Or I actually have dated people that didn't like a particular thing. Like one guy I talked to in college, he didn't like mustard. So whenever we would go to, like, get a sandwich or something, he would always say no mustard. So I started saying no mustard. And then another guy, he would always say no tomatoes. So I started doing that. And to this day, I still don't get mustard or tomatoes on my sandwiches. Wow. Based on based on that. So I think that you can do, you can pick up traits from the person that you're with, and sometimes, you know, it'll stick with you. So, um Regarding love or lust at first sight, I think I have to agree with Eminem and Crystal that I think that you it's just the laws of attraction and you feeling attracted to that person. But I think that you can look at somebody and not just in a relationship or a sexual way, but you I've looked at somebody and said I'm going to be friends with that person just just based on looks alone. I didn't know their name, I didn't know anything about them, but I looked at them and said that's somebody I want to be friends with and. You know, so I think it. I think you can see somebody, and you can see something in them that maybe you can't quite explain. So you can kind of, to an extent, say love at first sight without you really realizing what it is that's drawing you to that person. Um, Lastly, regarding Valentine's Day, just wanted to you know wish my husband a happy Valentine's Day. His gift came today, so hopefully he can wait until Saturday before he opens it. So so I hope everybody gets what they want, and they enjoy their loved ones uh, on Saturday and every day, and I hope everybody has a great night. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, ma'am. And I appreciate all the contributions, everyone. It was a fun show. I had a good time laughing at you all. Uh, So good job. Thanks to Buku now for being the official sponsor of T2Q. Thanks to my show legends for bringing the pain like they always do. Callers, tweet chatters, thank you very much. And anyone else who participated on the show, Facebook, or wherever you may find us. Um, If you want more of the great topics off the air, then just ask to join my exclusive Facebook group. Just search for T2Q on Facebook and ask for an invite. The group is private, so it's invitation only. Get a heavy dose of the show every day in the T2Q group on Facebook. You can also email your comments to me at talktoqnow at gmail.com, and I'll read them on the air. You can also request to be a guest um, at that email address as well. Google Talk to Q if you have any other concerns or want to try to find me. Everyone have a great night. Happy Valentine's Day. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
single rule, and this is that exception.